Hello and welcome to another edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Jantz, and my guest today is Carmine Gallo. He is the author of Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs. He's also a columnist for Bloomberg Business Week and the author of a book we're going to talk about today, The Power of Foursquare, Seven Innovative Ways to Get Your Customers to Check In Wherever They Are. So, Carmine, thanks for joining me. Well, thank you, John. Thanks for having me. So I, I think we're probably past the point where my listeners need to know, you know, what the heck is Foursquare. But um, from a business standpoint, um, what, what's what's going on in terms of numbers? And and uh, obviously, we're going to talk in depth about you know how businesses can use it. But but just give me a sense of sort of the landscape of if I'm out there saying, oh, all Foursquares is a bunch of you know kids checking into McDonald's, uh, why would it be for me? Um, give me a sense of kind of the numbers for businesses. Oh, then you're missing the boat. Yeah, yeah. then you're absolutely missing the boat big time. Um, there are 10 million people on the platform right now, which doesn't really sound like a lot when you compare it to something like Facebook, for example, obviously. Uh, but the point is that th- these are people who are checking into your business already, Uh Almost every single venue that I've that I've seen, you know, everywhere in the country, everywhere I've traveled, even internationally, just in the last four months, they already have a mayor. So people are already using the platform. Why aren't you engaging these people? Regardless, uh, this is a Foursquare simply gives small business owners a new way, a new and exciting way, in my opinion, to attract, reward, and engage customers in ways that were never possible. Yeah, and, and, and particularly it, that that sort of hyper local business that wouldn't think that a tool like this, you know, necessarily is for them. I think when I first started researching this book, I I believed that it was only for bars and restaurants. Right. You know, which is probably uh, something that a lot of business owners. Yeah, even today, think about it. Yeah, well, that's yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's it's obvious, right? Yeah. Check into a bar, yeah. and they share their location with friends. Right. Okay. Well, once I started getting into it, I realized that I, I talked to not only restaurant owners, of course, but also real estate agents and <laughs> residential real estate companies that were using this successfully. Um, things like American Express that are using it, Starwood Resorts. It goes so far beyond just the restaurants and bars. Uh, nonprofits are using it. Service companies are using it. So that's when I began to realize that there was more than just an article or a blog post on this. I realized, wait a minute, there's a book here because I'm inspired by all of these stories that I'm hearing uh, from small business owners literally around the world who are using new mobile social media tools Foursquare in particular, I wanted to pick one, Mm -hmm. Uh, but using this tool to completely revitalize and reinvent the way they have conversations with customers. To me, it's very exciting. It's a whole new world, and it's available to anybody for free, and that to me is a very powerful proposition. Yeah, yeah, and I think one of the things that I often tell people, because really a lot of small business owners, it's like, oh, don't tell me about another new thing. Um, But but what I tell a lot of people that I think is is as important as whatever the platform or tool is, is that the behavior is going on uh, already. And and so the, the idea is that you're not creating some new environment. I mean, you're basically just finding the tool that allows you to tap into a behavior that people actually want to participate in now. People are checking in 
uh, on Foursquare the equivalent of 25, 23 or 25 times per second. They're checking in in every city, in every continent, on every, in every country, all day long. They, the odds are, like, quite likely, they're already checking into your business. Right, right. In fact, most of the business owners who I talk to, and I, I, pre- I profiled about 50 case studies, mm-hmm. which for a journalist like me was a lot of fun, but pretty much every single marketing director or small business owner who I talk to, uh, it wasn't their idea. The customers came up to right, them right, and said, right. we're checking into your business. Yeah. Why aren't you rewarding us? And they said, well, checking in? Checking into where? (laughs) And it's their customers that actually taught them about this new tool. So they're already used it. Why don't you engage them? Yeah, so so let's let's break it down a little bit. If I'm a business owner and I'm out there, okay, if they're checking in, you know, how do I get started? I mean, how do I I get my brand on there? How do I start, you know, what's – What's the logical path? Because I do think, uh, even though I think Foursquare has some nice, you know, how to get started, I, I do think a lot of, for example, <laughs> the examples in your book, you know, really will allow people to kind of the light bulb to go on and, and go, oh, that's how I could use it. Because, because it, it's not rocket science, but, you know, a little creativity, it goes a long way. I think that's the point. If you use mobile marketing, John, uh, just to push your existing coupons that you would otherwise put in a local flyer or a newspaper, if just to push it to a new category of users, I'm not sure if you'll be getting the best out of it. You really need to be creative. Mm-hmm. So the people who have not used Foursquare yet, it, it literally is you know just one half a page in the book, which is how to get started. It really is that simple. Right. It'll take less than 30 minutes. You go to the Foursquare site. Uh, it'll have an area for merchants. That's you. You're a small business owner. Click there, and you claim a venue. And by claiming a venue simply means that you verify that you are the owner of that particular establishment or that business. It's all automated. You get a phone call within 30 minutes. You pick up the phone. Um, It's just an automated way of verifying that you are the business. Mm -hmm. That's it. Within 30 minutes, you're ready to go. And here's now here's where it gets fun, though. You need to connect it to your brand. You need to understand why is it that people are coming to my business? How can I attract them in new and creative ways? And they offer right now, I think, seven different ways of offering specials. So you can create a special, which simply means rewarding someone for uh, their behavior, rewarding a customer for coming in. The simplest one is a newbie special. So you can literally create a special in, in just a few minutes, uh, come in for the hey, check-in for the first time, or check-in every time, and we will give you something for free, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to give away. That's the simplest way of doing it, or a discount. Check-in and get 10% off this. Yeah, there's a little rest, restaurant I go to all the time that every third check-in, they give me a cookie. That, that's called loyalty. Right. That's called loyalty. Yeah. And that's very powerful, too. I interviewed, uh, it's not a small business, but I interviewed the marketing director at Radio Shack. And they found that those customers who come in or check in more than once, right, so that mm-hmm. they're being attracted and rewarded for their loyalty, are actually spend uh, significantly more than the average Radio Shack customer. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of psychology that goes on behind that, John. I'm not exactly sure why. You're probably more uh, expert at that than I am when it comes to social media and psychology. Uh, but the people who actually are get a reward for coming in 
more than once for their loyalty actually end up spending more money than the average customer. And they broke down all the numbers. Radio Shack has already done this for us. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that, that, that's no surprise to me at all, too. But I, I've actually seen – I'll give you another example of one that I run into because I'm a – um, just out of curiosity, if nothing else, a pretty avid Foursquare user. And uh, a coffee shop I go to uh, uses it as their punch card. So if I can show them this is my 10th time or my 20th time or my 30th time, I get a free cup of coffee. Exactly. Uh, I would prefer, uh, rather than just rewarding people for coming in their 5th time or their 10th time, that's, that's one way of rewarding mm-hmm. people. But give something to everybody. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of Foursquare, just in the last couple of months, is they've actually created multiple or tiered specials. So as a business owner, you can offer somebody a, spe- um, a reward for checking in every time, mm-hmm. the first time they check in, a, a loyalty special every third time. You can actually tier them and have multiple specials. So Chili's Bar and Grill, uh, and uh, you know all of your sure, sure. listeners know Chili's, they started experimenting with that, and they realized that the best thing for us to do is to give something for everyone. So th- what they have done, and this is a way to differentiate themselves among the sea of you know all those restaurants that kind of look and, and, and look the same, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chili's just gives you a free chips and salsa for every check-in. That's it. Every every Chili's everywhere in the country gives you free chips and salsa just for checking in doesn't sound like a big deal to me till I talked to the marketing director who said, well, every single week we get more and more and more people checking in. And do you think they just leave with free chips and salsa? Right. No way. Yeah. They get appetizers and drinks and entrees. And they share, and here, here, this is the important part, John, that we have to get to. They share those check-ins with their friends. Right. Because we know that about 20 or 25% at least of people who check in on Foursquare link those check-ins to Twitter and Facebook. So all of your friends see that you are checking into these establishments and you're being rewarded for doing so. Again, powerful viral marketing. What about, um, I'll tell you another thing that I see uh, occasionally is I will check, I travel a lot, so I'll check into a hotel and immediately will say, hey, you're, we see that you're at such and such, why not come over across the street to you know, Bob's Bar and Grill and get X? Now, now, how are people accomplishing that sort of proximity uh, check-in? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. That's subtitle of the book, <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is getting your, your customers to check in wherever they are. What's amazing to me is that it, many major brands are on Foursquare. Okay, the Starwood Resorts, McDonald's, right. Chili's, major brands. But you, as a small business owner, you can compete with those brands by offering specials. So when I check in, and I did the same thing as you do, I check into a hotel, I don't really know exactly where I want to eat or where I want to go, but in the hotel or right next door, a company, a restaurant or any other kind of uh, uh, business can be offering a special. I will see that specials because specials show up on my phone. Mm-hmm. And so you can, I can be in one restaurant or considering one restaurant but the restaurant next door could be offering me a more enticing special. We know you're in the area because it's all GPS right. located, location-based service. So, hey, we see you're in the area. Why don't you come in and we will reward you by giving you X. Now, X. does Foursquare make that determination or is it just purely a 
you know, if if you if they determine you're with 387 feet, uh, they'll show it, or is there some sort of algorithm that determines whose whose ad gets or whose uh, special gets shown? Yeah, John, uh, I asked them that. It's an interesting algorithm. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on how many businesses are within right. a okay. certain uh, proximity. So th- when you open up your Foursquare account, you will see, you'll check in, where are my local businesses, and all the local businesses will pop up on your screen. Mm-hmm. But on the first page, it's only gonna, it's going to be about 30 businesses. Yeah. But in New York City, that's about a block. Yeah. Right. In Montana, it'll show you businesses that could be within two or three square mm-hmm. miles. Yeah, they're in Idaho, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, um, well, now tell me another. Here's another uh, interesting twist that I see, um, and I wonder if you if this is if this skirts the lines of of etiquette or if this is a good play. Um, every now and then, I'll check in somewhere, and and this big thing will pop up and said, "Oh, since you're here, here's a tip." Well, that tip happens to be come over to my place. <laughs> um, and so I'm wondering if that, does that sort of skirt the lines of etiquette or is that, is that a good strategy? Well, you know, I, I think you, you can obviously do whatever you want. I just don't believe that you should use these new tools uh, to, uh, you know, to, not, not to spam your customers necessarily, but I think people do get turned off by that overt sales yeah. technique. Yeah, I think that turns people off, and I've seen uh, on blog posts and some other social networks where people get a little upset at, at seeing those type of things being pushed in their face. Yeah. Best, but what you bring up is very interesting. Uh, service providers can be using Foursquare to offer tips, mm-hmm. but the, probably the best example of this is someone I interviewed, the Corcoran Group, which is a very large residential real estate company in New York City. Uh, the largest in the city. They have populated pretty much every venue, popular restaurant, hotel, or place to go in New York City or tourist destination. They populated them with Corcoran tips. They're actually valuable tips. They're very interesting. And it's all branded Corcoran Group. So when I was standing in line at a very, very busy hamburger joint in New York City, very popular hamburger joint, everyone knows the lines can be like 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, It's called the Shake Shack. And I opened up Foursquare, and there the first tip was by the Corcoran Group. And it said, you know, only locals would know this, but there are two lines to the Shake Shack, one for burgers, but a much shorter line for everything else. Uh, And they've essentially populated every major vet venue in New York City with these tips. And I asked them, why, why are you doing this? They said, because we're in the location business. This is a natural extension of our brand. People come to a realtor to understand the local area. We're experts in the local area. It's an extension of what we do. And they've populated New York City with something like 1,500 tips already. Yeah. And they keep adding tips all the time. Yeah, and, and the, the key there, though, is, is they get sort of um – you know that that glow of the brand, but they're giving useful information. So so you know their tips are probably getting um, I can't remember what the term is, but but people are people are liking their tips, and so that's probably keeping yep. their tips high on the list. That's absolutely right. You can add like I've done this or I like this, yeah. which is sort of like that Facebook equivalent of right. liking something. But you nailed it, John. That's the point. They offer useful tips, useful information, um, and it keeps their brand top of mind. So now, where where are some places that, and I, and I know you actually have a, a chapter on this, but what are some of the things that you see where people kind of screw this up? 
Uh, one very simple one, and I'm sure you would agree with this. This has very little to do with Foursquare. It has everything to do with uh, my pet peeve among small business owners today. They are not training their staff adequately. Yeah. Customer service is a joke. I don't know if you agree with me, John, but I, uh, I've had it up to here you know, with poor, shoddy customer service almost everywhere I go. Um, and I don't quite understand why it has to be that poor. I don't understand why business owners don't take more of an effort to train their people properly, but they don't. If you offer bad customer service already and people are on Yelp or other social networking sites complaining about your customer service, don't offer them rewards on Foursquare. It won't do much good. <laughs> you know, don't invite people in to experience your bad customer service. And you know how it shows up on Foursquare, John? A lot of people will create specials because they think, hey, this is cool. It's the new thing to do. Mm -hmm. And we're going to create a special on this new mobile application. And they don't tell any of their employees yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've encountered that a number of times. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Big, big brands and small companies, and you walk in, and that would be the biggest frustration. I've had it happen many times. Yeah. Hey, I, I see you're offering this really good Foursquare special. This is great. Can I get this this free appetizer with my entree? <laughs> what's for, for, what's for, what? What's for what, sure, what, right? what is that? Yeah. They don't even know. They've yeah. never even heard of it because no one's communicated it. Um, do you want um, let, let's wrap up just because again we're, we're we're out of time, but uh, and, and and I should have given you a warning on this so I don't catch you off guard. But uh, can you give me an example from the book that is not necessarily in this? We, you already gave me a great one with the real estate company, but maybe another one that, that's not in this you know sort of obvious bar, restaurant you know type of of retail uh, checking. Can you give me uh, um, an example in the, that's in the book that might kind of get somebody's mind thinking? Oh, absolutely. I think that there is a one case in New York City of a, a matchmaker. You know, she, she has a dating service. And so what she has done is to collect a group of people together, and they, they go out at night. You know, these are, are mm -hmm. men or women, and uh, they check in wherever they go. And by checking in, they attract other people who come in and they mingle. And so she has actually used Foursquare to build her dating service. And she attributes Foursquare to pretty much her, her entire success. Uh, so that's just a different way of using the, the platform. So it, it seems to me that whether it doesn't matter what kind of service you're in, as long as you're creative, you can actually be using this to offer tips or advice um, or to attract people into into your uh, to your venue but certainly uh, I think that's uh, it takes a little more creativity John but I think if you have a physical venue of any type of any type whatsoever if you have a physical venue where people have to actually enter a door uh, then you need to be on uh, this new you know, mobile platform because it's free and it'll take you less than 30 minutes to set up. Well, I, I tell you, I encountered a real, what I thought was a very creative. Now you have to have a really high, you have to be in a city like San Francisco, for example, where yeah. this was that has an extremely high um, check-in, you know, user base. 
but uh, a not-for-profit agency actually held an event, and part of the event was a scavenger hunt, and you had to check in at the, at the place, various places on the scavenger hunt, uh, in order to qualify for you know whatever the prize was. And I, I thought that was pretty unique. Uh, I, I I have an example too of a nonprofit agency that raised fifty thousand dollars for a particular campaign because on their billboards, on billboards, they would say check in to this billboard, you know, and they mm. would talk about the campaign on the billboard, and we'll match your do- and we will match like ten dollars per check in. And this was an individual donor who wanted to get people a little bit more involved rather than just handing over money to the nonprofit. They raised $50,000 for a particular campaign. So that was a creative use of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But the folks who have the restaurants and any kind of physical venue are finding that it works much better than, you know, frankly, more traditional forms of advertising. Uh, like putting a coupon in a, a a local flyer or a mailer, all all the companies I've talked to are finding that it's much more successful than more older or traditional forms of advertising and marketing. So to me, that's very inspiring. It's only two years old and it's growing like crazy. So well, and I think what people have to realize is it's not just the platform. Certainly, the platform is an enabler, but but what what really launched all of these is the fact that that people have the device in their pocket <laughs> at all times i mean it's by their bed stand i mean it's it's you know it's it's that it's the most personal um you know tool technology that they own now and so so you're you're kind of marrying it with with that aspect i think as well i'll leave i'll leave you with uh, one quote from the chairman of american express they did a partnership with foursquare uh, a couple of months ago but his quote was that American Express goes to where our customers are, and increasingly our customers are on smartphones and mobile platforms like Foursquare. Yeah, so absolutely. they're already there. That's where they're going. You need to be where your customers are. Well, Carmine, thanks very much for uh, sort of this high-level introduction to uh, to using Foursquare for your business. Uh, obviously, uh, the power of Foursquare has the example plenty of examples but also kind of how to uh to maximize uh, for your brand for for rewards for all the all the sort of glossary terms that you might need to need to pick up when when you start wading into it uh is there anywhere you want to send folks uh, obviously i know they can they, they'll be able to get the book uh wherever books are sold but uh, is there any 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 websites or or other information you want to share yeah, they can follow me on Foursquare. <laughs> so you could go to foursquare.com slash Carmine Gallo. Uh, once you have a Foursquare account, you could follow me. Uh, and you can, as a brand, you can set up your own brand so people can follow you as well. It, it can complement your Twitter and your Facebook page. Absolutely. But if they want to learn more about the, the book itself and about the Foursquare case studies that we have, uh, simply go to the website powerofforsquare.com. Well, now I uh, own uh, foursquareforbusiness.com if you ever want to buy that. So, um. oh, terrific. Good. That's good to know, John. <laughs> I, uh, I, I have this bad habit of, of uh, I must have a thousand domain names. You know, anytime something new comes up, I think, oh, that might be, that might take off. I think I'll get a URL or two that might be uh, useful. So, <laughs> that's why you're so successful. Very smart. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for joining me. I, uh, I hopefully will see you out there on Foursquare. Thank you, John. All right. Take care.